Greetings and welcome to another episode of the South Mims U podcast. As ever, we're delving into the depths of academia to uncover some surprising ideas and trends. In this episode, we're going to talk about vinyl. Not the kind you put on your floors, but the kind you can put on your retro record player and play music from. We live in a digital world in which everything is a perfect copy of everything else, but that's a very new phenomenon. Forever, human life was analogue. It was not precise. You never had two things exactly the same. And that, some people say, made life richer and more enjoyable. Well, that's what our guest says. He is the head of our analogue studies department, which is unique to South Mims U. And his name is David D. David. David, that's a lot of um, D's. Yeah, but they're all different. Well, explain. I was like born um, eons ago on a star to the left of Beetlejuice. And hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Those are the lyrics to my latest song. I was born eons ago on a star to the left of Beetlejuice. Oh, that, that's, that's very nice. My name is David D. David. Yes, we've established that. Uh, what's the D stand for? David? No, no, the middle D. David? You were christened David three times over. The star of David rose that morning with the dew. And they said, let him be three times David. So God can give him his due. Are you serious? You're, you're David, David, David. Yeah, and each David is different. It's, it's not a digital name. Okay, well, I, I don't understand. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Each David represents a different, deep ancestor. I see. Uh, okay, but you, you like to go by uh, Dave, I'm told. Yeah, Dave, Dave. Dave. Dave, Dave. David, David. What about the third David? The second is the third David. I skipped my middle name. Right. Sorry. Now you say it, it sounds obvious. Yeah, it looks digital, but it's analogue. Right. Uh, So you've written a book called, uh, very poetically, if I may say so, Life is a Pressing You Can Only Play Once. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Could you tell us what uh, your thesis is? Digital sucks. Analog rules. Interesting. Oh, is is that the um, is that the thesis? That's it. Okay, so I, I know there's a there's a lot about vinyl uh, in your book. Vinyl records, sure. You write that we should live a life like vinyl. I do. Yeah, I forgot that for a moment. Is that the first or second chapter? The first. Yeah, cool. Live like vinyl. I should have called the book that. Oh, well, I have it right here. It's, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a thick book. Heavy. So tell us, Dave, Dave, uh, what are you trying to tell us, uh, the readers, I mean? Okay. Now, this is a thesis. Like you said, it's got a thesis and it's, it's that, well, you need, you need to live like vinyl, not like the actual vinyl, 
the substance that's made from ethylene and chlorine and processed into polyvinyl chloride. That's PV PVC, right? Right, right. Yeah. PVC. It's a resin, and if you think about it, it's all organic. PVC is organic. Sure it is. The ethylene comes from crude oil, which is ancient life that's been packed down by eons of time and the pressure and heat of the earth itself. But oil is, is I mean, it's bad for the environment. Not the oil itself, but the way we humans use it. Humans suck. The earth is cool, and all she produces is cool when it's not exploited and overused by humans. Humans are bad because they can't leave nothing alone. They have to use it all up too quick and end up digital. Okay, uh, we'll try and unpack that, uh, that quite complex idea later. What I mean is that it's natural. I mean, chlorine is in common salt. Did you know that? Well, I did, actually, though our chemistry professor might tell us to be more accurate about what salt is and isn't. But that's for, that's for another day. Yeah, okay. Vinyl's not digital in its substance, and it's not digital... When it carries music. Okay. But the recording on the vinyl might have been made uh, by using digital technology. But once it's on the vinyl, it changes. But that's not in my book. My book is about the fact that music sounds better on vinyl. When music is played through actual physical contact, like, you know, a diamond running through the vinyl grooves of a record that's been pressed and is, like, totally unique. But it's the same music. Sure, in theory, but each record sounds a little different because each pressing is unique, subtly unique, like my lady Layla Lay. Your lady Layla Lay? My moon wife? She's unique, just like every woman's unique, just like every man and child is unique, pressed from the stuff that stars are made of, and in a groove only they can hear and feel. Right, I, I think I understand your title now. Life is a pressing you can only play once. You roll through the grooves, you make the music you make, and that's it. It's a one-time sound and a one-time connection with the universe. The universe? The universe. Yes, the universe. Words are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup. Words that are people and people that are words. Uh, sorry? John Lennon, man. Across the universe. Oh, oh yes, okay, right, yeah. Sorry, I was playing that this morning to my students. We played it like ten times, and we were listening for the subtle differences each time it played. Each time the diamond cut into the grooves, because each time the grooves get played, they're oh so subtly different, and the music changes. But life isn't like that. I mean, in your thesis, you say life is a pressing you can only play once. Yeah, which makes it so bittersweet. Well, how so? The record of your life plays on and you find out that you haven't been listening. And the chance to really listen is like gone, gone forever. Out into the universe, like words flowing endlessly into a... Uh, now it's a plastic cup and the plastic cup flows into the oceans and kills a dolphin and we're a moment closer to extinction. Okay. You know, you can make vinyl out of well, it isn't vinyl really, but you can make a record out of ashes. Ashes? Yeah, the ashes of someone you love. Loved, still love, want to still love. Can you? I've heard you can make a diamond out of ashes, but a record? Yeah, it's not all ashes. That wouldn't make sense, like chemically, but it's vinyl. 
PVC with a spoonful of ashes. <laughs> sounds like a song. What sounds like a song? A spoonful of ashes, like a spoonful of sugar. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Each spoonful of your ashes is like a memory of a stolen kiss at twilight. <laughs> Lovely, but it sounds a little creepy, to be honest. No, it's cool. Gothic. Cool gothic. Grateful Dead. The Cure. No, I don't know. Okay, so back to the vinyl with added loved one's ashes. Yeah, so you supply the ashes of your loved one, then you choose the song, and then the record gets pressed, and every time you play it, you hear your loved one. You hear them? Yeah, like you can use audio of that person and then play it, but you get extra pops and crackles, more than you get in a normal record. Or you could have their favourite song, let's say. Yeah, most people do that. They, they choose the song that matters. Their song. For me, in Layla Lay, it's Across the Universe. I was playing that the time we met in a yurt in Scarborough. Scarborough? Scarborough, Maine. Where the fair is. The fair? Simon and Garfunkel's Scarborough Fair. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Does it exist? I don't know. We should ask our music department to investigate. I hate Simon and Garfunkel. Especially Garfunkel. <laughs> That's me. Look, in my book, I'm making the point that life is full of pops and crackles. The music is never perfect. The music of life, the music of your soul, it's never crystal clear. There are always pops and crackles and times when it jumps or repeats, snags on a scratch. Like something that goes around and around in your mind and you can't get rid of the, the thought. Yeah, or a trauma that's always there, like a scratch across your favorite song. It's annoying, but you get used to it and you stop hearing it, or you can't get your head together because it's full of, like, dust and the music gets all fuzzy. So life is like a pressing of a unique record, and the unique record is you. you you're getting it, man. You're really getting it. Didn't Thomas Edison invent the record? The recording machine? The phonograph? Peter Carl Goldmark invented the LP, the long playing record with micro grooves, 33 and a third RPM. I love that. It's so fucking analog. 33 and a third. Zuckerberg is like having a fit over that pesky third. Okay, well, that's a bit of a leap. Now, in the digital age, no one would like choose to do something at 33 and a third revolutions per minute. It'd be like 30 or 40 or something precise. And, well, the point is that nothing would actually be moving. There'd be no revolutions at all. It's all ones and zeros switching on and off and streaming down some fiber. Isn't that some kind of movement? It's movement, but not as we know it, Jim. Okay, right, okay, Star Trek, yeah. Notice how in Star Trek the tech is, like, mechanical. It's still mostly mechanical. It's analog. It was an analog decade. Yeah, the 60s, sweet. My van is from the 60s. It's got levers and big chunky buttons and it sounds analog. Beautiful van. Analog van. All my analog wheels We spinning through the world At night get together Under a Navajo blanket curl Okay, well, uh, let's get back to your thesis. A record 
is in the shape of a circle, and life is like a circle. Well, that sounds very profound. Thanks. But um, isn't there a, isn't there a contradiction there? There's always a contradiction. Analog is all about contradictions. Pops and crackles, scratches, and a buildup of dust on the needle of interpretation. Yeah, but what I mean is, if life is a circle, then don't we go around again? In the sense that what comes around goes around, so the pressing, in your analogy, is played again and again. Uh, sure, I guess, except when you're smoking something like pungent. But the title is a nice one. I like the title. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's analog. It isn't precise. It's open to change and interpretation. It's not sealed off. It's not immutable. Nothing is immutable. Well, digital is immutable. It's always perfect. Like I said, nothing is perfect. Nobody is perfect. If the universe was perfect, there'd be no life. Well, why? Because life is movement. Birth, decay, reconstitution. Birth, decay, round and round. Like a record. Yeah, baby. If you could stand high above the universe, it would look like a record. A vast, vinyl, infinite expanse of blackness with grooves of stars. And the black holes make the pops and the crackles. Yeah, yeah. Supernovas are the scratches. I like that. And is it played only once? What? The universe. Is the universe also a record that is played only once? I guess. Yeah, I think it is. It, it goes around and then crunches and then there's another big bang and a new record is formed. Another great black disc of ethereal celestial music. <laughs> That's almost visionary. I guess it is, yeah. You're right. In the end, isn't the playing of each record a journey? Yeah, it goes somewhere. The needle takes a journey through the peaks and troughs of the vinyl. Like, we take that journey from birth to death. That one time our music gets played. You know, I'm, I'm starting to understand what you see in vinyl, in the vinyl record, and its physicality. Physicality. That's the word. That's a great word. Physicality, revolving, physically going around and around. I rotate, therefore I am. Pow! Brilliant. That Descartes should have been in a band, man. What band would Descartes have been in? Not, not Dire Straits. Fuck no. <laughs> the Pixies? Maybe. But that physical thing, the fact you hold this big round black thing and there's a real label on it and the sleeve, the cardboard sleeve with pictures and words and you have to carefully take the record out and place it on a turntable and then aim the needle at the first groove and it starts to float and bounce and you think it's not going to produce music at all but then the music comes out and you see where the music is being made right there in that minute point of contact the bobbing needle and the turning black disc and the light changes and the disc revolves and it's a world in motion just like your whole body's in motion and the earth is always in motion and the sun and the galaxy and the universe is turning with that PVC disc made from eons worth of gravity and fire and blood and exploitation and it's, it's leading us all into extinction. I was born eons ago on a star to the left of Beetlejuice. That was very poetic. Yeah, it was fucking poetry, man. Want a joint? 
Uh, no, no, I don't think we are allowed to indulge in drug use on college premises, uh, Dave, Dave. We aren't? Bummer. Anyway, I'll, I'll never look at a record in the same way again. Yeah, but look at one. Handle it. Play it. No record is ever the same as any other record. Like, no person is ever the same as any other person, now or ever. Well, I promise I will. Each record is unique. Digital tears that apart. It makes us into clones. And when we all become clones, we're deaf and dumb and dead to the poetry that should be in our lives. The poetry of feeling real emotions and being wrong about things and getting into trouble and going the wrong way. Now there's a digital sat-nav in our souls trying to stop us getting lost. And maybe... Just maybe we need to get a little lost sometimes, to feel really alive and to use our minds in creative and new ways. You know, I'm, I'm looking, really looking forward to reading your book. Yeah, like, none of that is in the book. I just thought of it. Oh, what is in the book? Can't remember. <laughs> well, actually, there's a chapter called Take the Fuzzy End of the Lollipop. I mean, what's, what's that about? Oh, yeah. That's a line from Some Like It Hot, the movie, the Billy Wilder movie with Marilyn Monroe and Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon, you know? Yeah, sure. Lemmon and Curtis are on the run from the mob and they dress as women and join an all-girl orchestra. It's, it's a classic. Yeah, Mar Marilyn's character says she always falls for the no-good sax player and so gets the fuzzy end of the lollipop. You remember that? Yeah, it's a scene where they're on the train to Florida. Yeah, yeah in the bathroom. Records are fuzzy sometimes, and that's not a bad thing. Sometimes it's good to be fuzzy. You don't need total clarity. Seeing things as they really are isn't that good for you, especially if all you do is see things as they really are. You'd go mad. So I said, when you get the fuzzy end of the lollipop, accept it and learn from it and enjoy it if you can. Reality isn't what it's cracked up to be. Again, a very profound statement, Dave Dave. Well, thank you. Well, time's up and it's been fascinating. I'm going to go home and buy myself a record player and go out seeking some vinyl insights into the truth about the human condition. Dave Dave, it's been real. Yeah, real. Thank you for listening to this podcast from South Mims U. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. That is, if you're not already a subscriber and someone who wants to push the barriers of intellectual thought to their illogical conclusions. Until next time, keep turning, keep playing, stay analogue.